This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call Podcast, the ultimate source of inspiration and guidance on your journey to success. With the right mentor, anything is possible. And now, it's time to dig deep with your digital mentors, unlock your true potential, awaken your entrepreneurial spirit, and take your business to the next level. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today, Erin Birch. She will be on tonight in our training because she and uh, another one of our colleagues here just did some really neat stuff uh, inside of this house and just got a quick 90 customers, created something out of thin air because they have knowledge and they were going to talk about what they did tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern. And what's really cool, you know, we talk about 90 customers, 14K quick, right? And that's all, you know, an add-on to what they're currently doing in their own businesses, right? Aaron, guys, Aaron, a few years ago, did not know how to copy and paste. She had no experience in what we do here as far as Internet marketing, online marketing, sales, traffic, leads, you know, in this area. She was a jewelry artisan driving around Canada, on the weekends trying to sell some jewelry, making less than two grand a month Canadian. Oh, by the way, in the middle of trying to learn all of this, as she was making a decision to learn this stuff, found herself a single mom. So no skills, no time, no money. The big three, all of them. (laughs) None of that mattered. She got to work, made some big decisions, flew across the country, and just invested and did the work. Got really, really good at the income-producing activities in this business. And now she teaches and trains and helps us lead, lead workshops. She's a coach here, you know, master affiliate inside Digital Mentor. She's a rock star client. You guys, we're cooking up some really cool things around persuasion and influence and identity with Aaron. You will be seeing more of that as we roll out some of the, you know, over the next few weeks and months here. Um, and she's just a big part of this community. Aaron Birch, come on out. The call is yours. Thank you so much, Brian. And my apology, I'm scheduled to do the call tomorrow. <laughs> but as my All call, right. the topic today is how to pivot. So what's happening, you guys, is now Brian has to pivot. <laughs> so this is an important topic that I want to talk about today. So anyway. <laughs> All right, let's jump in. The topic is how to pivot. Because if you want to be an entrepreneur, a successful entrepreneur, you have to be willing to pivot. Okay? This is really important. As an entrepreneur, you have to be flexible and willing to pivot. As a business owner, it's going to be necessary quite often, like pretty much every day. Like, it's uh, 11 a.m. and I'm making Brian pivot. (laughs) And I'm going to have to do some pivoting too. So here we go. So nothing ever goes as planned, does it? Think back in time. Close your eyes. Not if you're driving, but play with me here. If you're sitting in a safe environment where you can close your eyes, close your eyes and think back in time. Can you remember an entire year of your life where everything went exactly as planned? 
I'm going to bet you can't. Can you go back in time and think of a time in your life where you had a month that went exactly as planned? I'm going to guess the answer would be no. Can you remember a time in your life where you had a week that went exactly as planned? Most likely not. Can you remember a time in your life when you had a day that went exactly as planned? No? So why should be, be building your business be any different? Why should building a business be any different? Your ability to accept, adapt, be flexible, and pivot when necessary will play a very big role in the success that you create in your business and in your life. Because life isn't supposed to be easy. Did you know that? It's not supposed to be easy. You're here to learn. That's why you're here, to learn as much as you can. And if life was easy, smooth sailing, you mapped out your day, it went exactly like that, how much would you learn? Not much. Not much. You will evolve. You are supposed to evolve. And the struggles and challenges that we face help us evolve. Struggles and challenges are part of life and they are necessary to our personal evolution. So doesn't that mean you should maybe be grateful for those struggles and challenges that help you become the person you're meant to be? And learning how to pivot and being able to be flexible is another lesson that we are meant to learn. And when you learn this one, it cuts down on a lot of stress and anxiety in your life as well. When you stop trying to control every single moment of your life, of you building your business, it cuts down on your stress level and you're going to enjoy life and building your business, which is a part of your life, so much more. Your goals will, here's the thing to remember, as you evolve, your goals will evolve. So you have to be able to adapt and pivot. Okay? You need to be able to accept, adapt, and pivot when things come up on the daily, on the daily. So how much would you learn in life if things always stayed the same? I really want to nail this point home. You wouldn't learn that much. And guess what? It'd be boring as hell. If life was exactly the same every single day, life would be boring. That's living on a program. And it gets boring. Routine, I don't know about you, but routine for me is boring. So you want to be conscious. They talk about, you know, Joe Dispenza talks about when you start living your life 
and everything is so routine, you become unconscious. You stop seeing beauty. You stop appreciating things. You stop learning, and you become unconscious. You're unconscious living your life, right? It's not what you want to do. So you can, when you expect things to happen in your business, that's just reality. Just accept that and pivot when you need to, okay? So we're going to talk about how to do that. So when in your business and in your life, because as an entrepreneur, your business becomes part of your life and your life becomes part of your business. You're kind of melding them together. And when I had that realization that by doing this, I would actually be more effective in building my business, I actually started to enjoy my business a lot more. So when might you need to pivot? Social media. How often does Facebook make changes? Pretty much daily. So you have to be flexible and go with the changes. I don't own Facebook. You don't own Facebook. We have to just kind of go with the flow. So I remember about, oh, it was probably, a, I don't know, a year into building my business. And I was going hard, building my page, my business page, because I was, you know, maybe going to run ads and all this kind of stuff. And at that time, Facebook was showing the content you put on your business page about the same amount as your profile, right? So if you were building an online business, you were building a business page. So we're talking about a page, not your personal profile. They're two different things, right? So I'm building my page. I've got like a thousand followers and woohoo. And then Facebook pivoted. They made a change. They stopped showing your stuff that you put on your page to anyone. You got a thousand followers. They're showing your content to say three people. Why? Because they want to make money with it. They will only show your stuff when you pay for it boosting posts, or running ads, right? They made a change. I didn't like the change. I didn't want to have to think differently. So I remember sitting there going, well, great. That's the end of my business. That's it. That's the end of my business. Facebook went and made this change. That's, that's it. And then my next thought, because I'd been doing some work, was, well, what kind of entrepreneur are you? Um, be a little more flexible here. Figure some shit out. Things are going to happen. Changes will be made that are outside your control. You got to learn to adapt, girlfriend. Because if this takes you out, what's going to happen when something big happens? So I had a little talk with myself. And I put on my big girl panties and I adapted. Okay, I can't control what Facebook does with business pages. What can I control? A, I can start spending money to get Facebook to show my stuff from my, my business page. Or B, I can start running harder with my profile. I adapted. 99.999% of my money comes from using my Facebook profile. Okay? So I got a little... I had to talk with myself, told myself I'm going to have to toughen up 
if I'm going to be a successful business owner. Okay? So giving up control over the things you have no control over. It's one of the keys to life, and it's certainly a key to building your business. You control the things you can control. You surrender to the things you cannot. This will make you take more action and have more focus on the things that you can control. There's no point in stressing over the other stuff. Control freaks. They're usually perfectionists as well, by the way, but they live under constant stress. Control freaks usually live in a fight-or-flight mode a lot of the time, and that is not healthy. We're not meant to live that way. You're going to give yourself all kinds of illnesses by living in fight-or-flight. And if you're trying to control every element of your business, your life, your children, your partner, you know, everything that's going on on the planet, you're asking for a lot of anxiety. Give it up. Control what you can. What else might you need to pivot with in your business? How about the company you're partnered with? Shit happens. Companies close. They change their compensation plan. They change the ingredients in your favorite product and you no longer feel good about promoting it. You no longer can, I don't know, work in that environment. Things happen where you're going to have to pivot. Your company gets shut down. You're going to have to pivot. This is why you never want to have all your eggs in one basket, by the way. Where else in your business might you need to pivot? What if you want to add something? What if you discover something you're like, oh my God, I still want to do this too. That's going to take some pivoting with your time, with your daily method of operation, all of that. Where else? What if you want to pivot your niche? What if you decide to kind of go in a different direction in your business and now you're going to be building your audience with a whole different niche? That's a pivot. And then what happens if you pivot that way? You're going to have to pivot your content most likely. There's a pivot. Changing your content. By the way, I personally, I'm in the process of pivoting in my own business right now. So this is very much coming from the heart. What else might you need to pivot with? Your offers. As your business evolves, your offers most likely are going to evolve, especially if you're pivoting with your niche, your content. Obviously, your offers are going to have to pivot too, right? Or if you're simply adding something. So where else might you need to pivot? What if you change? What if you evolve like you're supposed to? You're going to have to pivot. A personal pivot. I'm calling it a personal pivot. Okay? I don't know if anyone ever says that, but... I'm calling it that, a personal pivot. So if you had told me when I first started my business eight and a half years ago that, you know, I joined an MLM, okay, that was the start of my business. And then it, was, it sucked royally because I wasn't making any money. So then I needed to figure things out. That's when I found digital mentors when they were MLSP, right? So if you had told me back in the day when I first started my business that I would become a business coach and a personal transformation coach 
and a course creator and a leader and a trainer and an author and a speaker, I would have said, oh, no, 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 no. That's not me. You must be thinking of someone else because that's not me. I, a, I'm not capable of that. I'm not smart enough to pull all that off. And that, that's not my plan. That's not my plan. My plan is to build a team in this MLM. So if I had stuck to the plan and was unwilling to evolve, adapt, pivot, become, learn, all of those things, where would I be right now? I would not be living my purpose. I guarantee you that. So you might need to also pivot. Let's talk about some more personal pivots. You may need to pivot your energy. Where energy goes, results will come. Okay? You might need to pivot your might need to pivot your perspective. Oh my god, I love perspective. That's something you can control. That's why I love it so much. You might need to pivot your perspective. You might need to pivot your health. How's your health right now? Could it use a bit of a pivot? A little TLC? You're not getting any younger, you know. <laughs> if not now, then when? I remember having a conversation with my mom about six years ago. So she would have been like 74 at the time. And, you know, we were kind of on her case a wee bit because her idea of eating healthy is a bag of microwave diet popcorn for lunch and a diet Coke. So we, my dad and I were having a conversation with her going, you might want some protein in your diet. And her response was, I'll think about my health when I get older. Did you get that? If not now, then when? So where else might you need to pivot? Here's one. Write this one down. You're going to start celebrating your wins when you're at 90% of your goal. If you write your goals down and you map them out, you are going to need some flexibility and, you know, you're going to have to pivot within that, right? But here's something. I actually just learned this this past weekend. Celebrating when you hit 90% of your goal. It's, it's, it's a game changer. You've got to celebrate yourself. I personally keep a bottle of champagne around so that I can celebrate things. It keeps you going. It keeps you on track. If you're one of these people like I was when I first started my business, as soon as I got close to the goal, I was already on to the next goal. What I wasn't doing is celebrating that goal. Or when I was 90% to one goal, my brain was already working towards the next goal. And I was missing out on celebrating the fact that I was at 90% of my first goal. So what this did was I was continuously chasing that celebration. And you're never going to hit it if you don't start celebrating now. Okay? Because that's what keeps you going to hit your next goal. Celebrate it yourself. It's hard work what you're doing. Okay? Next one, you might have to pivot your DMO. 
your daily method of operation. Yep, there's pretty much the same activities that you need to be doing in your business every single day, but you also have a life. You also have a family. Your business will evolve, and you're going to have to change your DMO sometimes. Be flexible. Next pivot, next pivot you may need to make is who you let into your world. Who is in your world right now that maybe shouldn't be because they're not, it's not helping you? Maybe they're toxic, negative, not supportive. That's within your control. You can't control them the way they are. That's a whole other conversation there. They are the way they are because of their own internal representation going on in their own mind, which you have absolutely no control over. But what you can control is the energy in your own life, the people you let in, the people who get playtime in your mind. Do you ever have something like, do you, have you ever had someone in your life that is so negative or toxic that it's a constant thought. You're constantly going over and over and over again certain events in your mind, which evokes a feeling, which is going to be negative too, obviously. And that is all affecting your state of being, your wellness and your behavior. Remember that one. So have people in your life that are positive, supportive, right? I know there's some people in your life you might not be able to cut out, but you can change your energy around how you deal with them. Let that, let their negative energy, if you can't get rid of them, like, I don't know, a mother-in-law. <laughs> but you can change how you react. What you can control is your own reaction to things, which is going to give you better control over your emotions, right? So then you don't flip out and get into an argument with mother-in-law because you're like, whatever. I know you're saying this because you have your own shite going on in your own head that quite frankly has nothing to do with me. So bless, bless mother-in-law right? Those are the things you can control, okay? So you pivot every day in your life already. Every single day you're making little pivots. So what happens if you're, I don't know, you're taking your daughter to soccer practice and there's road construction and there's a detour. What are you going to do? You're going to pivot and follow the detour they're telling you to take to get around the construction? Or are you going to sit there you're going to sit in your car and wait until the construction is done. No, you're going to take the detour, aren't you? That's a pivot. So have you ever taken a kid to an event or soccer game or soccer practice and it's the wrong day? <laughs> I've done that. It's like, shoot, we're a day early. I did it with this morning wake-up call. I showed up a day early. Now I'm making Brian pivot. <laughs> so anyway, what are you going to do if you take your son to baseball practice and it's the wrong day, you're a day early. It's tomorrow. 
not today. Are you guys going to sit there in your car and camp out until tomorrow? Or are you going to drive home and come back the next day? There's a pivot. So what can you do about this? How can you get better at pivoting? A, I'm going to go back to this one, control. Stop trying to control everything that happens. It creates way more anxiety in your life than is necessary. Right? If you stop trying to control everything, you're going to be way better at pivoting. Next one, release perfection. This has a lot to do with control, by the way. Stop expecting everything you do in your business and maybe in your life to be perfect. It doesn't have to be. Waiting till things are perfect means you'll probably never take enough action. Do you think you'll ever have the perfect body? Do people who work out every single day and look like fitness models, do they think they have perfect bodies? No. They'll probably say, oh, I need to work on my triceps. You will never be perfect. You know, this reminds me of something my father taught me when I was a kid. Um, I was probably, I was a teenager at the time, and one of those teenagers who thought they knew absolutely everything. So I remember my dad saying to me, you know what? You will never, ever be the best at anything. The best on the planet, he meant, right? Best out of everyone. You'll never be the best. You will never be the smartest. You will never be the prettiest. So was he trying to tell me to just give up, never try? No, that's not what he was trying to teach me. He was trying to teach me to be the best version of myself, not the best woman, girl, human on the planet. He was telling me to be my best, not the best of everyone because you never will be. So why expect that level of perfection? Next one, don't be afraid to reassess and make changes to everything, to your DMO, your business plan, you know, what you promote, your strategy, your target market, your message. Your message. Do you know how many times I've changed my message to market, my tag? Actually, my tagline I can't change because it's tattooed on my arm. But I've changed my message many times because my business has been evolving just like I have. So ignoring insights may mean you're not flexible. I'm going to repeat that. Ignoring insights may mean you're not flexible. So don't be afraid to, to diversify when the time is right. When the time is right are the operative words there, okay? When the time is right. So have you ever bought a car? Your first car. Well, actually, maybe not your first car, but have you ever bought a car and thought to yourself, this is my car for the rest of my life. This is it. This is my car. Did you buy a different car later on? Did you pivot and buy a different car? Sell that one, a new one? 
how many people are still driving their very first car? I know I'm not. Have you ever bought a house? Do you remember when you bought your first house or rented your first place and you said, this is it, I'm living here forever? We're never moving. This is it. We're all in. This is where we're going to be for the rest of our lives. <laughs> I remember saying that when I was house shopping. Um, actually, I bought an apartment previously, sold that, moved, went to buy a house because our family was expanding. My eldest, Wyatt, was two, and I was pregnant with our, third, with our second child, Jack, right? So we were house hunting, and my parents are the best people on the planet to house, house um, shop with because my dad's a builder, and my mom is like an interior decorator. She doesn't do that for a living, but damn, that woman is good. And she looks for things in houses I wouldn't think to look for, like storage space and all that, right? So my parents were the absolute perfect people to house shop with. If you're looking to buy a house, you can borrow my parents. So I remember when we walked in a house and I said, this is it. This is our forever house. We're going to be here forever. And my mom looks at me and she goes, no, you won't. No, you won't. My dad pipes in. No, you won't. This is going to be your house for now until you decide it's no longer good for you. But it's not going to be your forever house. I'm like, yes, it is. This is it. I'm staying here forever. And they're like, yeah, no. They were right. They were right. Have you ever lost a job? Unexpectedly. The company closed. Whatever. You got fired. Have you ever lost a job? You had to pivot, didn't you? Did you survive that pivot? Yes, you did. You're on this call. Last one is have fun. Have fun. You don't want to be that person 25 years later who goes, I have this kick-ass business, but I didn't really enjoy the process of building it. I wish I could go back in time and enjoy every minute, all the struggles, challenges, pivots that I made, all the times I celebrated my wins, 90% to my goal, 100% to my goal. Right? So you got to enjoy the process. Enjoy the journey. Life is a journey. It's meant to be enjoyed along the way. So next, one last tip I want to give you is you have to get good at making decisions. You have to be able to make decisions. If you're going to be an entrepreneur, home business owner, self-employed, you have to make decisions. Some people really, really struggle with this. If you struggle with making decisions, you have some healing to do. Okay? comes from your past, before the age of seven, by the way. Something happened where it's caused you to have a difficult time making decisions. It goes deep, okay? Something you might need to work on. I have a girlfriend, Teresa. When you go to a restaurant with Teresa, everyone else will know what they want to eat. She will still be looking at the menu, hemming and hawing. Oh, I don't know. Should I go for the beef dip or should I go for the pizza? 
she will him and ha until everyone is going crazy, pulling out their hair, going, my God, just order something, right? The waitress has come back four, five, six, now seven times. She's still not ready. We're all really hungry now. She'll finally place her order and she'll sit there in a state of anxiety, second-guessing her choice. Never fails. She'll get up at least once to go find the waitress and change her order. And I remember thinking to myself, my God, life must be stressful inside her mind. If she has such a hard time making decisions about what to order, what the hell's going to happen when she has to make a big, you know, big life decision? So you want to get good at making decisions. And part of that become, comes from doing the work, getting rid of the baggage from the past that is stopping you. There's a reason why you have a hard time making decisions, right? And then all the other things, giving up control, stop expecting perfection. All these things are going to help you become a professional pivoter. So remember, pivoting in business requires flexibility, and adaptability. Stay agile and embrace change and be willing to take calculated risks. I'm not saying be a fool, but take calculated risks to seize new opportunities in the ever-evolving social media landscape, the landscape of your business, the landscape of your life, all of it. Be flexible and enjoy the ride. I will see you over on the uh, Digital Mentors fan page in just a couple of minutes. We're going live. You have been listening to the Digital Mentors podcast with Brian Finale and your digital mentors. To learn how Digital Mentors can take your business to the next level, visit www.digitalmentors.com and take your 100% risk-free trial today. Creating tomorrow's leaders today. That's what we do. Why not you? www.digitalmentors.com